right, good to see everybody. Nothing like seeing the President of the United States in the video that I just showed you a second ago telling you to make sure that you get vaccinated so you don't catch the virus. That has already been proven. It's already been admitted by the CDC and the NIH that the vaccinated transmit the virus, the vaccinated catch the virus. Therefore, why is there such a thing as a vaccine mandate? Because of Revelation chapter 13, that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. The vaccination passport, the vaccine mandates are not in support of the vaccine. The vaccine was for those end results of vaccine mandates and vaccine passports to usher in the very mark of the beast itself. However, that doesn't mean that we hang our heads and that we we get depressed and that we're losing because we are not losing. You need to think of something. Only nine states, I don't have the list in front of me, but only nine states out of 41 have really, really intense COVID mitigation laws, whether you think of Washington, Oregon, California, states like that, Michigan, Illinois is one of the worst. Of course, New York, New Jersey. There's only nine. If I could think of the rest, I would tell you. That was six or seven right there. Only nine out of 50 states, thereby only only nine states out of 50 have really stringent COVID mitigation laws. So 41 do not. Think of that. We are not losing. Because we are seeing the precursor of the mark of the beast or something that we will know to watch out for in the future because we are not ignorant of the devil's devices doesn't mean that it's over. It is not over. Do not hang your head, have kids, buy houses, live a great life. If you are under the umbrella of the covenant of Jesus Christ, he came to give you life and life to its full abundance, no matter what, as long as there is a living church. And that's why it's so sad to see 99.9% of churches around the world close. As long as there is a living church, which there is, I never closed. I never will. I will never mask. I will never social distance. I will never vax. All of those things. Never, not not for one second. We never, we never did anything in our church ever. We never put out extra alcohol gel stations. If you did any of those things to some degree, you are a COVID caver and you need to go ahead and profess that and confess that before the Lord and turn from it. It's called 180 degree turn. It's called repentance. All right, let's look at this. Laura Logan tweet. So just so we all understand, they knew how to treat COVID so they could have saved lives. But instead, remember that first sentence. They knew how to treat COVID. They did. By they, she means the medical community and the experts. They knew how to treat COVID and they could have saved lives. But instead, they withheld. I'm telling you, leave this up. There needs to be, and there must be, Nuremberg tribunals type tri, tri, in the in the essence of Nuremberg, not in the actual place. Somebody will put that on my screen here. Nuremberg esque tribunals of people like Anthony Fauci, Deborah Burks, Francis Collins, and numerous others. Joe Biden, many others who purposely, as Joe Biden cut off fifty percent 
of monoclonal therapies going into Florida out of a political dispute with Ron DeSantis, costing people their health and probably costing people their lives. And at that time, 66% of the people that were needing those monoclonal therapies were fully vaccinated in Southern Florida and Miami and were probably Biden supporters, which shows you how much he cares about you. But instead, they withheld, withheld cheap, available medicines to ensure people died, especially those they knew were the most vulnerable. Of course, we're talking about ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, monoclonal therapies, things like this. Now, I want to set this person up. This is Dr. Peter McAuliffe. He is not a right-wing extremist. He is a board-certified I mean, just using my own vernacular, very, very mega qualified expert, expert in epidemiology and virology. He is an expert. He is not somebody that the right has dredged up to come out and spew our talking points, even though our talking points are absolutely correct. Peter McAuliffe is an expert. Now, the great thing is, is now people like Joe Rogan, who has the largest podcast on the planet, really is one of the most popular entertainment figures on the planet. He is even starting to see that the entire response to COVID-19 was a leftist, globalist, agenda-driven fraud, hoax. He's beginning to see that if he hasn't already seen it. So he has the guts to put Dr. Peter McAuliffe on his show. Now, he, Peter McAuliffe, if you put down, if you just listed his own statistical facts and you put them on Twitter, you'd get banned off of Twitter. Twitter just put out a new rule that if you put out that people who are vaccinated can spread the virus or catch the virus, you can get banned off of Twitter, which is an absolute, the NIH has admitted it. Fauci has admitted it. 80% of people catching Omicron or more are fully vaccinated. So how is that disinformation? So Rogan has the guts to put Peter McAuliffe on. Play it for me. So you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing. So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just my idea now. It's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the book recently published by Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leif Leet and Dr. Vladimir Lysenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the Bregan book showing how it was coordinated and planned. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I'm the most uh, uh, mentioned physician in that book. I can tell you that if you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever emanated out of the lab, if you wanted to find the, the collusions and the operations between the Gates Foundation and Gavi and CEPI and Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine manufacturers and the Wuhan lab and the National Institutes of Health and Ralph Barrick and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and how all this was organized, if you want to see the Johns Hopkins planning seminar called the SPARS pandemic in 2017, where they had a symposium, people showed up, they wrote up their symposium findings, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to be related to MERS and SARS. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding a drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins SPARS pandemic 
training seminar. The only thing they got wrong was the year. They said it was going to be 2025. Instead, it landed a few years early. And the absolute evidence of this, that it was a pre-planned pandemic, is event 201, occurring in October of 2019, two months before anybody had ever heard of the coronavirus, put on by the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We know that. Fauci predicted a viral outbreak. Gates predicted a viral outbreak. And not only that, but Event 201, it's kind of funny that they decided to war game. It's all on video. My producer, Aaron, said it's so stupid that they videotaped it. It's all on video. You can get it anywhere. It's not right-wing conspiracy. You can go there and you can see all the different, whether it's Pfizer, whether it's Moderna, whether it's Johnson & Johnson. The current DNI for the Biden administration is currently the director of national intelligence, is part of Event 201, where they are war gaming against the coronavirus. How would they just pick a coronavirus? Why would they not pick the flu? Why, why would they not pick MERS or, or something else? Why would they pick a coronavirus? Kind of strange, isn't it? I mean, it's just kind of weird that they would do that. It's because everybody knew this was coming. You have Moderna long before anybody ever heard of COVID-19 trying to get a vaccine against a COVID-19, a coronavirus. This is the truth. The rest of what you're hearing is lies. Chief Nerd video, when friends ask you who Dr. Peter McAuliffe is, right-wing extremist, banned off of all social media, just like Dr. Robert Malone is banned all over the place, the person who actually developed the mRNA technology that everybody's pumping into their veins, he's banned and he says to everybody, make sure you don't take that vaccination. He's banned off of all social media. I'm sure Peter McAuliffe is banned all over the place too. So when people actually ask you, who is this right-wing extremist that's putting out these vaccination lines? Well, let's look. Play it for me. If you would, please just tell, state your credentials and tell everybody what you do. I'm Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm an internist and cardiologist. I'm also trained in epidemiology. I'm an academic practice in Dallas, Texas. So I see patients about half the time. I saw patients yesterday. I drove down uh, today to see you here in the studio. And uh, the rest of my time I spend as an author, an editor, I'm an editor of a major journal in cardiovascular medicine, the former editor of an international journal. I'm the president of a major medical society right now, currently, about five years into that position. And, uh, you know, I frequently publish. I'm uh, in my field. I study the interface between heart and kidney disease. I'm the most published person in my field in history. So there you go. So when people ask you about him, that's who he is. I can't remember all those credentials, but that is a highly credentialed man. That is an expert who is seeing patients. Rochelle Walensky, who is a college professor and is the head of the CDC, has never seen a patient in her life. Dr. Fauci has not seen a patient at least since he's been the director of the NIAID. He hasn't seen a patient in somewhere between 40 and 50 years, if he ever has seen one. But we know for sure he has not seen a patient in the last 45 or 50 years. That's why when you have Scott Atlas from the Stanford School of Medicine, who is on Trump's COVID task force, led by Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci, basically as her right hand man, when he goes into a meeting with them, he is he marvels at their lack of preparation, their inability to pronounce medical terms correctly and that they never brought in studies that actually verified or certified any of their beliefs. That's who these people are. They are not the experts. Peter McAuliffe is. The people who are getting banned that are telling you not to take this vaccination are the experts.
COVID-19 crush your tweet? Just to let remember the original text of what we were talking about is from Laura Logan. They suppressed very cheap medicines like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin so they could usher in the vaccinations. The Brazilian city of, I'm not going to bother trying to pronounce that, has offered ivermectin as prophylaxis uh, for two days every two weeks. Two is 220,000 inhabitants and meticulously tracked the results. 60% with higher risk took ivermectin over seven months. The COVID hospitalization and mortality rates were halved. Halved. They cut them in half by giving people, especially those in higher risk categories, ivermectin. And this drug is laughed off by the experts ivermectin in india is very prevalent they have a very low vaccination rate and covid is basically gone let's go to the next one mary beth pfeiffer tweet big ivermectin win a virginia judge this is so sad that this had to get to do to the judicial level a virginia judge ruled effect uh, far choir medical must allow ivermectin or be fined ten thousand dollars a day since 12-9. Order is for a woman in her 41st day on a ventilator. It refers to the gravity of the situation, the hospital's refusal to abide by the Virginia Act to try and act. And I've also read an article by Robert W. Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology, that they that there are hospital systems that lose these and lose these lawsuits and their attorneys still go and take the people back to court again. The next patient, they lose this case like this year, but the next patient who wants ivermectin, they take them back to court again, even after the patient recovered from ivermectin. The very ivermectin that saved their lives, they want to block from getting to the next patient. That's the attorneys for these medical, what we would call medical conglomerates, really, really medical industries more than they are personal physicians. But that's a big win right there. Popper video. I want you to know. Now I'm going to document. I've got like two, three, four, I don't know, two, three videos. This is a Popper video. I want you to know. There, I want you to compare Dr. Peter McCullough, who sees patients, is an epidemiologist and is an expert in all that he does. And I want you to compare that with the current head been forced out now, been forced out of the NIH because of their gain of function research, uh, the money that they sent to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain of function research, which they now have taken off their website, of course, and changed the definition of gain of function research, the audacity of these people and how the media doesn't respond to any of this and how people can kill after, after you have an institution that lies about gain of function research, then changes the definition of gain-of-function research. That's Francis Collins, the NIH. And then removes it off their website completely. And then liberals will take their vaccine. And what's worse, conservatives will take their vaccine. And what's worse than that is Christians will take their vaccine. But I want you to compare Dr. Peter McCullough to Dr. Francis Collins. Play it for me. Poof, coronavirus came from overseas, infecting folks across the land, Seattle, NYC. A little bat's virus loved those human cells. Next thing you know, the cases grow and the world has gone to it's a family show. Heck, poof, coronavirus came from overseas. 
infecting folks across the land. Seattle, NYC, poof, coronavirus, called So this is the person who is crafting the response to the coronavirus instead of Scott Atlas, instead of, instead of Peter McAuliffe, instead of people like that, Francis Collins isolating in his home with his nutbag wife. Those are the people crafting the response to the coronavirus. Now here is, I want you to see this too. Here's one of our legislatures and I, and I want you to see legislators. I want you to see Amy Klobuchar. I want you to be able to spot the hypocrisy as quick as you can see it. Play it for me. There's something that happened uh, Friday uh, that I wanted to ask you about. If we can bring up the picture. Um, you were at the uh, funeral for former Senator Bob Dole. And you were seated. There's, there you are. You're seated next to a Republican Senator Ted Cruz, um, who, as everybody can see, is not masked. Despite rules at the National Cathedral requiring all guests to wear masks indoors. Now, you're a breast cancer survivor. Um, you're still recovering, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm 100%. You're 100% better, but you're still at risk of infection because of, uh, because of this, this fight that you, you won. What was going through your mind there where Ted Cruz pulls up next to you and doesn't have a mask on, even though the rules are, please wear a mask to protect you. You wear Enough is enough. So there you go. With the glaring hypocrisy is, is how much closer was Ted Cruz to Amy Klobuchar? They were actually facing the same direction. So his deadly, although Ted Cruz, sadly, is fully vaccinated. So what, what's everybody nervous about, right? Joe Biden just said at the beginning of the podcast that if you take the vaccine, this was that, that, that statement was made like yesterday. If you take the vaccine, you're, you, you can't catch COVID. So what, what's everybody worried about? That's beside the point. I digress. So the hypocrisy of Jake Tapper putting up a video of maskless Ted Cruz as he masklessly interviews the very person that allegedly was violated by the maskless Ted Cruz. As he faces her and his sputal can definitely hit her from where how far he is away because he's definitely less than six feet away. That's who these people are. Just some interesting things here. The NFL is 90% vac- 95% vaccinated, the players. The NBA is 97% vaccinated. The NHL, sadly, is 100% vaccinated. And they're all hitting new COVID case highs. So I wonder, Joe Biden, again, or anybody, explain to me, A, the value of your vaccine. B, how the biggest vaccine pip and whore on the planet, Joe Biden, can go out and actually say to to reporters that if you take the vaccine, you cannot catch coronavirus. I mean, just please explain. Oh, I know. It stops hospitalizations. No, it doesn't. It doesn't stop hospitalizations and it doesn't stop deaths. Just real quick, I know that those of you who watch this podcast hear these stats all the time, but let me just say it again. 75% of COVID hospitalizations in the UK are fully vaccinated, which by the way, it's the same here. We're just better liars in our medical system. 82% of COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated. 90% of hospitalizations in Israel are are fully vaccinated. Same exact stat in Australia. 95% of COVID ICU cases in Israel are fully vaccinated. 89% of COVID deaths in Scotland are fully vaccinated. So how is it, explain to me, 
How the, and I know the idiot response. The idiot response is always the red shirt, green shirt response. Well, of course, most people who are sick with COVID are vaccinated because most people are vaccinated. That makes absolutely no freaking sense when the vaccination is supposed to. Don't sit there and backtrack now and say we never said it was going to stop transmission. Yeah, you did. And that's why you have a vaccine mandate. Why have a mandate if it doesn't stop transmission? Explain that to me. So don't sit there and act like you never said it was going to block transmission because that's all that you said before it came out. So they'll say, well, of course, most people who are sick with COVID are vaccinated because most people are vaccinated, whether it's 60% in the U.S., 80% in the U.K., 90% in Scotland, whatever the stats are. I'm not saying any of those stats are right. I'm just saying that's the way that that's, that's the way the idiots will put it. Of course, I, of course, 75% of the hospitalizations for COVID in the UK are fully vaccinated people because 75% of the people are vaccinated. That makes absolutely no sense when the vaccination is supposed to stop the hospitalizations. It makes no sense. Our, and more on the experts now. More on the experts. RNC research video. Here's Chucky, female Chucky's uh, sub-in, Jean Pierre, refuses to rule out more lockdowns. Play it for me. Are you guys still categorically ruling out um, the possibility that we might see lockdowns this winter, uh, especially considering how boosters not kind of had the uptick that we would, would need to see here? And well, are, oh, sorry. Yeah, are there going to be any operational changes here at the White House? Obviously, the, you know, the president um, 79 year, years old. He's been boosted, but uh, the, the virus is swirling in a way that we haven't seen probably in a year. Look, as it relates to to shutdowns, which is what I was trying to convey uh, to uh, Jeff as he asked me this question. Look, you know, we've been very clear. Dr. Fauci has been very clear. Um, uh, Our public health experts have been very clear. We know what works and we're going to continue to do what works, which is making sure that, you know, we do everything we can to get folks vaccinated. We're at 71% of people being fully vaccinated. That's a huge difference to where we were a year ago, as I just stated. A year ago, we were at less than 1%. We're at 83%, more than 83% of people who have at least one shot. So we're doing the work. So they say they know what they're doing, right? Well, do they? We'll put up that next graph for me. There you go. So they say they know what they're doing, right? See, they're the experts. They're following the experts like Dr. Fauci, who's never seen a COVID patient in his life, has never looked at COVID-19 under a microscope, I guarantee you. So they say that they're the experts and they know what they're doing. Don't you dare ask, you little surf. You're not a global bourgeois snob. You are not allowed to ask, little surf. We know what we're doing. So does the evidence say, here's the absolute freaking facts does the do the facts say that they know what they're doing well that's a simple graph 2020 with absolutely no vaccines hardly any ivermectin a little bit of hydroxychloroquine but again using their own argument against them where the vaccine solved all the problems right that's the total for 2020 that 2021 number is only through october so you got to add another hundred, about another, let's see, 40, Biden's average in 40,000 COVID deaths a month. So that's four, what, 68. So basically it's 500,000 will be the death count. They'll end up with 150,000 more deaths this year, according to their own numbers, than they had without vaccines, but they know what they're doing. Don't you listen to Dr. Peter McCullough. Don't you listen to board certified Mayo Clinic 
pathologist Ryan Cole, who puts up slide after slide after slide, showing the damage from these vaccines to the internal organs of people. Don't you dare put any of those things up because we know what we're doing. Even the CDC, if you notice, that's where this comes from. Oh, actually, the source is down at the bottom, New York Times. So it's, it's probably, I mean, they're probably worse than this. But their facts, their numbers, they, the numbers they have to puke out themselves. They have to even be worse than this for them to admit what's on this screen right here from the New York Times. But they know what they're doing. Let's go to the next one, RNC research video. Watch reporter confronts her again. Play it for me. Why is President Biden telling people still that the vaccinated cannot spread COVID? Can you, can you say more? Yeah, in a local interview on Tuesday, he said, how about making sure you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? The CDC says people get vaccine breakthrough infections can be contagious. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I... I... I didn't hear this interview, so I would have to see it in its full context. What I know and what the president believes is that we have to listen to the science. Uh, we have to listen to our public health officials, and that's what the president believes. Thank you. Yeah, the public health officials that we went from 328,000 COVID deaths in 2020 under the same public health officials, namely Dr. Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, the NIH, the NIAID, all those same exact people. And we went from 346,000 deaths to 500,000 deaths with their vaccines. Funny how that's working. Funny how in Germany, their November death rate went up 25%. Overall cumulative death rate, not just from COVID-19. It very, very, a very small percentage of those were actually COVID-19 cases. There's just a whole lot more people dying. Strange how that works, isn't it? It's strange when you pump somebody's veins full of an mRNA vaccination. That's not an mRNA. It's not a vaccination because it contains no dead cells from the coronavirus. It simply teaches your cells how to produce S spike freaking proteins all and proliferate them throughout your body. It's funny how if you take a D-dimer test, lots of people, oh, it could be, according to Charles Hoff, upwards of six, Dr. Charles Hoff, up to 60% of his patients in the D-dimer test were showing evidence of capillary blood clotting. Number two, what about antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome? And I wonder why all of the vaccinated are the ones with Omicron. Is it that their immune systems are compromised? Nobody who's not vaccinated is getting Omicron, statistically speaking. However, everybody vaccinated is, catch, is catching the Omicron variant. Strange how that works. Could, and it's also an interesting thing is it's actually a much weaker variant than Delta or Alpha, right? Of course, we had to skip the G variant. We all know that because you wouldn't want anything attached to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. However, again, I digress. But it's funny how the weaker variant is being caught by the people who are supposedly have this great, great, panacea this great vaccine but the weakest variant of all is the one that's actually getting them and they were absolutely decimated by delta too those statistics that i gave you out of out of england out of israel or all delta variant people uh, let's go to this one um myth informed mike joe rogan and this is again peter mccall talking about sanjay gupta play it for me what's going on uh, here is that we have a situation where we have people in positions of authority. The person you had on here in a position of authority was Sanjay Gupta. And I'm going to pick on him a little bit because Sanjay Gupta uh, came on Sesame Street 
and I want to show the graphic if I don't have it. He came on Sesame Street, and uh, what he did is with another CNN correspondent, he was actually seducing children into taking the vaccine. Yeah, I saw that. It's very disturbing. Okay, seducing. Most I am telling you, no good doctor would do that because there must be risks and benefits. Did he tell the kids and the parents there's FDA warnings that this can cause heart inflammation? Did the other CNN correspondent, who's a mother, did she show even show an ounce of concern? What Scott Atlas uses in his book, Joe's, he used, the term he uses is off the rails. We're off the rails. People in positions of authority are doing bad things, trying to seduce children into taking a vaccine that has official FDA warnings on it without giving fair balance. That's malfeasance. That's wrongdoing by people in position of authority. All the vaccine pimps and whores right now are trying to get you to take your 5-year-old to 11-year-old to go be vaccinated. But always remember that the FDA approved that emergency use authorization, which I just saw a brilliant tweet right before the podcast, is there should be no emergency use authorizations. But he was talking about politicians. There should be no politicians given emergency powers for an endemic that we're two years into. We're two years into this now, and you still are granted emergency powers. If you're a governor of a state, you're two years in. What emergency lasts for two years? None. And just remember that these vaccines that were approved for 5 to 11-year-olds were, were approved in a way that they've never been approved of before, including for EUAs, emergency youth author, authorizations. They were approved without impaneling their usual panel. They didn't, they went, they, they made it faster than usual. They were, they were not approved, not just a couple months before, then suddenly approved, not having people come in and speak. Strange how that works, isn't it? Just breaking off for a minute. I want to show you Biden's crime ridden America. None of these things were happening under Donald Trump. And let me just be clear with that. None of these things were happening. You might be one thing here, one thing there, something like that. None of these things like this were happening in Joe Biden's America. Look at this guy. He, he, Get, he knocks these robbers out of his out of his shop. What's he using, by the way? He's using a bong. He's probably he's going to be getting wide right after he does this. But you know what? God bless the guy. He can't look. See that little dog jump in the little container at the end there. This is Joe Biden's America. Let's go to the next one. You can just side by side him. Why do people love fighting in airports? Again, here's another example of white supremacist terrorism that's taking over the country. And again, I don't care whether people are white or black. I'm just telling you this. If you're going to say, as Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, has said, as Joe Biden has said, that the greatest threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, and you ignore, ignore the one entity that is white terrorism, which is Antifa, you just completely ignore them, and then you make up... They, there isn't even, they haven't even made up any names. Where are the white supremacist terrorist groups that are committing white supremacist terror. I'm just, curious. I'm just curious. I do see lots of videos like this, though. And I see lots of hordes of people looting stores, white or black. I don't know who they are. Sometimes it does seem to be, a lot of times, black people in inner cities. But I'm sure there's white people doing it, too. Again, because I don't care what color you are. I will tell you this, that white supremacist terrorism is not the main threat to America. The main threat to America is lawlessness in general. And, and mainly found in democratic-controlled cities. That's the main problem, where you sit there and you defund the police. You make sure that your police department is funded. The 2,700 Capitol Police officers that guard a two-square-mile area. Get that. I know I've said this before. I just got to make sure that people know this. The very same people who do not want you to own a gun also do not want you to have police protection. They'll tell you. They say, you know what? 
like Australia, we're going to take all your guns away and we want you to depend on 911. And then they take away 911. Now, not the, not for themselves. They just got it. I think Aaron got it for me a couple a couple weeks or a month or so ago. The statistic out of the Capitol Police, where they got a $60 million increase to their budget. They have 2,700 officers. And this is no exaggeration. For a two-square-mile area, because Nancy Pelosi has got to make sure her vodka and tonic 2 o'clock afternoon rendezvous are actually protected. But So 2,700 officers for a two-square-mile area. So the entire city of Seattle has less than 1,000 cops. The entire city of Detroit has half the budget of the Capitol Police. The entire city of Detroit. The entire city of Seattle. The entire Listen, where I live right here, Sarasota County, Florida, there's about 350 sworn officers for the entire county. It's huge. 350 cops for the entire county. Huge area. And they have 2,700 cops for two square miles. They take away your guns. Any threat that they have, they bring in 30,000 30, armed National Guard troops into the Capitol to guard their lives from the white supremacist terrorists that never show up. And by the way, let me just bring this up to you. When you hear insurrection, 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 always type in on social media, who's been charged with insurrection from 1-6. When you're having the Capitol hearings led by Adam Kinzinger and uh, Liz Cheney on the Republican Benjamin uh, Benedict Arnold side of things. Ask them who's been charged with insurrection. Absolutely nobody. Right, let's move on. Let's look at, let's do a deep dive into California. At least briefly, let's do it. Here's Gay's Rebel News. The mask mandate, which is set to take effect immediately. Now, here we go. Wait a minute. Everybody's vaxxed. They promised. I'm wait a minute. They promised us. If I, if I took the vaccination, I would never have to wear a mask again. Gavin, I mean, that doesn't he look like me? Doesn't he look like a trustworthy guy? I mean, come on. Doesn't he, he looks like a trustworthy guy, doesn't he? Gavin, you swore. You swore I'd never have to wear a mask again. And here we, come, here we are, tw- almost 22 freaking months. I'm going to go ahead and say, because it really started in what, March? So yeah, 20, 21 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. They're masking you again, California. Amazing. The mask mandate, which is set to take effect immediately on Wednesday, will, again, it's such a huge emergency, they're waiting a week to do it, will tentatively expire, (laughs) notice that word, on January 15th, and will apply to everyone, regardless of vaccination status. All, remember what Alex Jones says right at the beginning of this? what's what's, What's the great similarity between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. You'll never fully be vaccinated. There's our regrets, what we have in common. Forever vaccinated people will always have that in common. You will never be fully vaccinated and I will never be fully vaccinated. Eventually, they will ask you to comply with something that you do not want to comply with. You know, one of the biggest agenda items with the World Economic Forum, which are, again, vaccine pimps and whores and baby butchers. One of their biggest forums is to get you to stop having children. So when they tell you, you know what, in order for you to get your passport, whatever they call it at that point, you have to make you have to say, you know what, I'm not going to have children for five years. You're going to comply then or you're going to become someone like me. Just curious. Let's go to the next one. 
uh, Chef uh, Andrew Gruel tweet, the governor exempts, Gavin Newsom exempts his hometown from the statewide mask mandate. This is in science. California exempts San Francisco. Funny how that would, Nancy Pelosi's city. Adam Schiff's city. Funny how that works. Of course, London Breed probably was part of this because she doesn't need another video of herself at a nightclub dancing maskless. Right? So she just, they just went ahead and exempted the entire city. They have, because they've been so compliant already. Let's go there. You know, I guess that's the one example in the world that you can comply your way out of tyranny. Uh, Wind Talker tweet. Everyone, make sure you follow Wind Talker on all social media platforms. Awesome. Awesome information I get from her. A reminder, California's new reinstated mask mandate only applies to you, not to them. He just exempted his own hometown. And I love this. And then I said, we are sounding the alarm. The spread of COVID could overwhelm our healthcare system. They totally bought it. The people, leave that up there. The people that are sitting next to him. Hey, put it on the big screen. Can you guys just make it really big? There you go. Just wanted to say the people that are sitting next to him, I want everybody to know that they are all, well, I can't say, and they're not all, but the people that are sitting next to him are health care lobbyists. Those are the, the vaccine pimps and whores right there. Scared to death, obviously, of the very thing that they tell you that you have to pump an mRNA vaccination into your arm to be scared, that you have to be so scared of what they're not scared of. This was in the height, by the way, of the whole thing in 2020. They're telling you to be petrified to the place where you pump an mRNA vaccination into your arm to save your life. But look at them. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Remember that. All right, let's go to the next one. Bo Snurdly tweet. Rate at which people stop moving to California surprised research is statewide phenomenon. Here's the stats for you. 38% decrease in people moving to California in one year. Can you imagine that? This would cost most, why, you people that live in California, I don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, what in the world is wrong with you? 38% decrease in people moving to California, 12% increase in residents moving out. That's a net loss in a year of 50% of people that would have moved in to your state. Because you, you, 38% would have, you lost, that would have moved in, 12% gain and who moved out. You lost 50% of the people that would have populated your city, I mean your state in a year that would new move-ins or non-move-outs. Amazing. In one year, no wonder they lost one or two congressional seats. Let's go to the next one. Dave Rubin tweet. Personal thanks to at Gavin Newsom as I am officially leaving the dystopian nightmare of California. There goes another one. For the free state of Florida, my successful business and all my employees are coming with. See you soon at Governor Ron DeSantis. Let's show the pictures. I love this first one. You all salesperson of the year, Gavin Newsom. There you go. And it's so expensive, by the way. I can't, I'd have to find the numbers for you. But the number to get a U-Haul to leave California is, I don't know, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times more than it is to take a U-Haul to California. Put the next pick up for me, just a pick of, of Dave Rubin and Ron DeSantis. Ben Shapiro and all of his organization also left and moved to Nashville. Right, let's go to the next one, the Blaze tweet. Gordon Ramsay moves business headquarters to Texas from California. CEO cites tax policies and costs of living. Another one, deep diving into California. He gone. Jennifer Say tweet. It feels a, t- a tad bit excessive 
to be in an official state. They're in a state of emergency now. Everybody has to be masked. Even those of you who are vaccinated, the only difference between me and you, well, the, the commonality between me and you, what we will always have in common, vaxxed person, is that you'll never be fully vaxxed and neither will I. It feels a, a tad bit excessive to be in an official state of emergency while California hosts the Super Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Oscars, and the governor goes on a book tour. Strange, isn't it? I mean, the state of emergency and you're ushering in hundreds of thousands of people to sit in close proximity to one another. Truly strange, isn't it? It almost is, it, It's almost as if they're not afraid of that which they're telling you to be afraid of for some sort of ulterior motive, some sort of ulterior, uh, arter, um, uh, alternate uh, tyrannous motive, ulterior motive. It's, it, it, you know, it's, it's almost like that, that that's the case, right? Because they're certainly not afraid of that which they're telling you to be afraid of when they're ushering in hundreds of thousands of people into the state to sit in close proximity with one another. Speaking of sports games and teams, Kyle Lamb, Kyle Lamb tweet, the Rams, who had almost an entire roster vaccinated, had five starters missing due to COVID this week and is now shutting down camp and going into protocol while anticipating more positive tests for the, for the virus this week. That, that's one great virus, isn't it? I mean, that's one great vaccine, isn't it? That's a fantastic vaccination they've got going. Oh, Tom, it was never supposed to stop transmission. That's a lie. It's not stopping transmission i.e., here's the case, it's not stopping hospitalization, stats out of the UK, stats out of Australia, stats out of Israel, stats out of Scotland, stats out of everywhere, including here, if people were honest. It does absolutely nothing but harm. Let's go to the next one, breaking 9-11 tweet. Breaking Los Angeles Unified School District postpones vaccine mandate until fall 2022 after 30,000 plus students remain unvaxxed. Strange how that works. If you don't comply... They back off of you. Strange how that works, isn't it? But the more you comply, you're 21 months in and your governor is instituting another mask mandate. Strange how that works, isn't it? All right, Charles Spearing tweet. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in the hypocrisy front attending a massive DNC holiday party tonight. At the, the, that was what, today the 16th, two days ago at a hotel in downtown D.C., but also canceling the White House holiday parties for coronavirus safety concerns. Explain to me the science, please. It's almost, again, like I said, as if they have an ulterior motive to usher in some sort of tyranny because they cancel what would be a more public party, but they go to an equally populated party somewhere else. Strange how that works, isn't it? All right, Seth Dillon tweet. We got to move on to Bubba Wallace. Now talk about, I asked Will and I asked Aaron, two guys running the show right now, right, be, right before the podcast, to please, if you think of any other verbiage, and you guys feel free to shout out, because I don't know how to explain this stupidity. I don't get it. I, I really do not understand what's going on here, but let's go through it. Seth Dillon tweet, also from ESPN. FBI, now this is what ESPN put out. This was their, notice, notice at the bottom, ESPN 
Wallace.com, FBI determines Wallace not victim of hate crime. FBI says Rope had been in Talladega Garage since October, two months before Wallace ever occupied that garage. Bubba Wallace not victim of hate crime. All from ESPN. But ESPN is now doing this. Go to the next one for me. The the video, you don't have to, yeah, just side by side for just a second. There you go. Yeah, we're going to go we'll show my support for him. And was now ESPN is doing this. They have these headlines and now they're doing a video a documentary on the noose that they said was not a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage. Roll it back to the beginning and play it for me. Just- I just wanted to stand with him during the national anthem to show my support for him and was appalled by uh, what I had learned. And then as drivers got involved, I think crew members, team managers, team owners, it really started to snowball within a very short period of time. So that's the documentary that ESPN is doing. You have you know, this Jimmy Johnson. What a beta male, what a beta male ankle grabber, false virtue signaling, spineless little worm. I wanted to be there for him after what happened. Hey, Jimmy, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was documented a year and a half ago, moron. What are you talking about? Do you see who these people are? The people that are pimping and whoring vaccines have the same attitude. Nothing has happened. But yet here they are pretending like something has happened. This is a this is the black plague too, right? 99.9% survival virus. Forget it. Put out the Bubba Wallace video. Do you see the correlation? Absolute delusion. They live at, here's the factual data. The, the FBI sent 14 freaking agents down there. 14 agents. They have Hunter Biden's laptop now for going on over two years. Nothing's happened there. 14 agents down to go see a noose in a garage that's this big, by the way. It's this big, the noose. What are they going to do? Hang mice? So the noose is this big, but they send 14 agents down there. And the agents come up. The FBI actually does a decent job for once and says there was no, there's video footage. Video footage of the, of the, noose which was a garage pool so it was simply in a noose it was fashioned like a noose so you can stick your two fingers through it and pull down the garage door there's video footage of it two months before wallace ever occupied the garage and now espn is doing a documentary as if this wasn't a giant hoax how many people and you know what the strange thing is is it won't matter People will, people will come out in support of Bubba Wallace for this, just like Jimmy Johnson just did. There's Richard Petty on the video hugging him and doing all these things. I don't know where Richard Petty stands now, but we certainly know where Jimmy Johnson stands. I wanted to, be, I wanted to support, support him because of what happened. Nothing happened. What, what happened? He went to McDonald's in the morning? Nothing happened. Here's the next one. These are ESPN. Go to the next one for me. No, no, I need a picture ESPN. FBI says rope had been in Talladega garage since October. We don't have that. Oh man. Yeah. Throw it back up there. 
Just so I, just for reference. This is a, I had another one just like this. For some reason, we don't have it on here. But this was, there was another, ESPN did another. This was actually on their website that basically read the same thing. Over and over and over again, ESPN acknowledged there was nothing to the story, but now they're doing a documentary as if, as if there's something to the story. Let's move on. Uh, Andrew Bostom, back into Omicron. Let's look at this. Orange County, Andrew Bostom, notice their credentials, MDMS, Orange County, Florida, even though there have been practically no cases of clinical infection, no cases, wastewater samples, ooh, but it's still a fact, it's some good factual data, show that the new Omicron variant is now the dominant strain of COVID-19. Omicron represented 100% of the strains in the sample. So it's the dominant strain. And now what is Ron DeSantis doing with Omicron? Exactly what you should do with Omicron absolutely nothing nothing that's what you should do but that's not the case here's cnn's medical expert play it for me joining us now to help sort through some of this confusion is dr william schaffner he's a professor for the division of infectious diseases at vanderbilt university medical center dr schaffner always great to see you we need some help understanding what to do about omicron which is fast becoming a dominant um, variant so if omicron is much more transmissible, as we've heard, than previous variants, is less severe than previous variants at the moment, we think. What does that mean for Christmas? Should we, can we be getting together with our vaccinated loved ones, or do you not recommend that? Well, Allison, I would recommend that we hang our stockings with care. I think we have to be careful. If we're all going to get together, we should all be vaccinated and preferentially boosted. We should wear our masks if we're uncertain. And another thing we can do is we could all get tested the morning of our getting together. We did that at our house over Thanksgiving. There you go. So the doctor there in CNN, remember now, Omicron was found in Orange County, Florida. In the wastewater, it's the dominant, it's now the dominant variant, dominant over Delta, dominant over Alpha, no clinical infections. You know how big Orange County, Florida is? Orange County, Florida is right next to Disney. It's Orlando. No clinical infections for Omicron, but here you have the CNN medical expert this week on CNN with Allison Camerata, Fox turncoat that she is, and he says, you know what? I just want to break, I want to make everybody feel comfortable here. You can enjoy your Christmas as long as you're vaxxed, boosted masked and why don't you test the day of before the gathering also that's who these people are now understand they will never live that way but they will give you something someday it'll be like this that you'll have to have a swipe card where you swipe in vaxxed swipe in boosted swipe in masked swipe in tested that morning and then you can go into your parents house your siblings house whoever it may be that's the level of control. They themselves will never live under that level of control, i.e. Gavin Newsom, the French Laundry, i.e. London Breed at every dance club in San Francisco. They will never live that way themselves. However, you will live that way, serve, as the global elitist bourgeois snobs at the WEF live however they want. Understand, that is the way that they want it. All right, I am Tweet, Cornell University, has a vaccine mandate for students attending classes on campus and requires masks to be worn at all times indoors. Breaking news from CNN, Cornell University is shutting down its Ithaca, New York campus and is moving to alert level red. 
know, that they always got to have all that going. By the way, nobody's dying here, but it's still alert level red. That sounds like missiles are coming. Alert level red. After a rapid spread of COVID-19 among students. So they're fully masked, fully vaccinated, and are having a full-blown, and I saw the stats coming out of Ithaca, out of uh, Cornell in, in Ithaca, New York. It is like a thousand students have tested positive for COVID. Everybody's masked, everybody's vaccinated, and the president of the United States goes on national social media and TV and says, make sure you get vaccinated so that you don't catch corona. Joe, do you read anything that comes out on any level on, in any way on social media or any media at all? Because this is even CNN, and I know you're watching CNN. All right, let's go to Dr. Avi Daskala. Israel, 54 out of 67 Omicron cases are third boosted. They have three shots. If you want to be up, and then here's, here's Fauci's response. Now, you got you to look at it in order. 54 out of 67 Omicron cases in Israel have three vaccinations. Fauci's response, if you want to be op- uh, optimally protected, you really should get a booster. Now, just leave that up. Do you see the insanity? I know I'm preaching to the choir, but there's a couple people that are not members of the choir that are watching. Do you see your insanity? 54 out of 67 Omicron cases in Israel are third boosted. Got their first uh, Pfizer because it's all Pfizer in Israel. First Pfizer, second Pfizer, and the Pfizer booster. And 54 out of 67 cases. So basically 90% of the cases are fully vaccinated plus a booster. And Anthony's Fauci advice to you in America to fight off the ominous Omicron is to go get a booster. Do you see the stupidity? You have to see it. There's no other way to frame it but stupid. Or I guess, well, you know what? It's not necessarily stupid, but it is insane. Or it's not necessarily insane, but it is stupid, however you want to frame it. Breaking 9-11 video. Here's Fauci's response. Play it for me. Down. Gatherings are being canceled. Uh, should we expect that come the, come the spring, come the end of the winter term, uh, colleges are going to have to stay closed? I hope not, George. I hope that if we get enough people vaccinated and boosted and continue to abide by the recommendations of the CDC, for example, like masking when you are in an indoor congregate setting, I believe that we can get through this surge. I mean, obviously. So you have campuses across the United States. I put that side by side well real quick. You have campuses across the United States closing who are fully vaccinated and fully masked. Closing, Stanford being one of them happening right now. You just have right there, Ithaca, New York, Cornell University, closing, fully vaccinated, fully masked. And Anthony Fauci is asked, do you see these college campuses having to be closed in the winter? And his answer is no, if we get everybody vaccinated. They are already vaccinated. They're all already vaccinated. How is that a response? I mean, how do you say that? Anthony Fauci, do you think college campuses will have to be closed in January and February? Not if everybody's vaxxed. They are already vaxxed. Do you not see this? It's absolute insanity. They are depending, and it comes right out of the Bible, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. But most people don't know the second part of the verse. It says, because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. They are listening to the sputations of a man who is a demonic, bold-faced liar who is saying that the answer to a fully vaccinated campus to get rid of COVID is to be fully vaccinated. What, does, what on earth is going on? 
And even if you're a liberal and you want Joe Biden to be your president, how can you stand for this? Unbelievable to me. All right, let's go. Telegraph tweet. Oh, you already got it. Sorry. The Omicron epidemic is being driven by young vaccinated people, according to the mounting data from countries as diverse as UK, Denmark, and South Africa. So Anthony Fauci's advice is go get vaccinated. They're already vaccinated. It's right there. So what's your answer? Go get boosted. 54 out of 67 cases out of Israel. We're more boosted, Anthony. You have to be completely ignorant to listen to somebody like Anthony Fauci and do what he tells you to do. Ignorant or stupid, which is the second part of Hosea 4.6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge is the first part. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. Speaking of God towards the people of Israel. If you, because you have rejected knowledge. That's Anthony Fauci. He just rejects it because he has an ulterior motive or motives. What those are, we know what we know the basic framework of what it is. He wants to mark you, distance you, dominate you, and control you because he considers himself to be a have. And he wants to create a society of very few haves and tons of have-nots that will supply all of his needs. It won't really matter how many of the have-nots they kill off either. They kill 60 million have-nots every year in the womb. 300 million have-nots have starved to death as a result of COVID mitigations, of COVID lockdowns. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have already died from the vaccination that was supposed to be the answer to the virus they themselves created that's killed millions of people. See how it all works? Just follow the bodies, follow the lies. You'll find the devil and you'll find demonic people like Anthony Fauci. Let's go to the next one. Here, here's the advice coming out of New South Wales for Christmas shopping. Play it for me. On the best available evidence at this point in time is boosters. And I've seen even this morning some additional data coming in, which really emphasizes the urgency. So I would recommend that instead of Christmas shopping, everyone shops for a COVID booster online. 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 Everyone shops. There you go. That's her. That's the answer out of New South Wales, which, by the way, their statistics are the same. 70, 80, 90 percent of their hospitalizations are fully vaxxed people. And what do the leaders tell you? Go get a booster. It's absolutely nonsensical. It's the delusion of our time. Absolute facts presented. 80 percent of your hospitalizations are fully vaccinated people. And your response is go get a booster instead of Christmas shopping. Strange how that works, isn't it? Disclosed TV tweet, here's some Biden economy stuff. Justin, U.S. producer price inflation jumps 9.6% year over year in November, much higher than expected, much higher than expected, and the highest increase on record. This is why, I will say this again, this is why COVID caving clergy, COVID caving Christians, COVID caving conservatives this is why you don't strap masks on quarantine yourselves 
and lock down your churches and give into ballot-free elections, in-person free elections, because you end up with an economy like this. Be not deceived. If you sow into if you sow into deception, you will reap deception and all of the extra benefits of deception. Well, I only masked because, you know, people were scared. Doesn't You don't lie because people are scared. You end up with an inflation rate of 9.6%, which is the highest on record. Now, here's uh, what's up next. What do I got? RNC research video. Prices hit another record high. Here's the video. Play it for me. Talk of inflation. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. And the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and are expected to be temporary. But I think over the medium term, we'll see inflation decline back toward normal levels. It's un- highly unlikely that it's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. If you take out those three categories, we've actually seen in- uh, price increases that are more in line with uh, historical norms. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. Transitory. <laughs> President Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, enthusiastically retweeted an economist who had said in part most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high-class problems. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God. That is hilarious. Why the is tragedy it? of the short, the treadmill that's delayed. Right, the One White House official snarking. You're just not going to be able to get the jacket in 15 colors, but at least you'll get a jacket. If it turns out that what I've done so far, what we've done so far, is a mistake, it's going to show. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. There you go. Now there what you have is what I just said a minute ago. If you sow into lies, if you act like this is the bubonic plague, and you a lot of it, listen, again, out of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse, verse 17, judgment begins at the house of God. It begins with us. So if you are a Christian or you are a pastor that caved into any of this COVID stuff, it belongs to you. You lied. You decided to embrace the narrative that this was bubonic plague too, when you knew it wasn't. Otherwise, you never would have left your house. You knew it wasn't, but you didn't want the wisdom class. You know what I told the wisdom class in my church to do? The people who said, you know what? Yes, we believe the Bible, but you have to use wisdom. Or the tone police people in my church. Well, well, I don't really like the way things are being said. You know what? You can go pound freaking sand. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. I don't use man's wisdom. I stand in the word of God. You knew COVID caving pastor. You knew COVID caving super soccer mom Christian. You knew, you knew that this was not the bubonic plague, but you bought in anyway to make yourself either maybe because you were afraid or to so that other people feel comfortable around you, whatever it is, or pastor. So you didn't lose the wisdom class of your church. You bought in. 
So now you sowed into lies, so you have a perpetual, nonstop, pathological liar like Joe Biden and Jen Psaki telling you, all is well, all is well, like at the end of Animal House, telling you all is well when you have an inflation rate that's an all-time new record. You've never seen inflation like this in your lifetime. You never have. You know that it's true. Here's a clown world, world uh, video. More on the Biden economy. Play it for me. They're, they're being told that, you know, Armageddon's on the way. Yeah. The truth is the economy has grown more than it has any time in close to 60 years. The unemployment rate's down to 4.2%. It's going to go lower, in my view. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. We're going to begin tonight with the staggering inflation that is hitting Americans right in the wallet. Prices were up 6.8% in November compared to a year ago. That is the biggest increase in nearly 40 years. The cost of pretty much everything is surging. Food, gas, electricity, housing, cars, and clothes. And those who received raises this year are seeing them wiped out by skyrocketing costs. Listen to this. By one estimate, expenses for a typical American family have shot up by about 4000 the economy has grown more than it has any time in close to 60 years. The unemployment rate's down to 4.2%. It's going to go lower, in my view. You sow into lies, you reap lies. That's why you don't strap masks on your face. From the desk of Donald J. Trump, here it is. How is inflation affecting you? How is, inf- how is inflation affecting you? November 2020, November of 2021, gas prices up 58, 58%. Rental cars, 37%. Reused cars up 31%, hotels up 26%, stake up 25%, utilities up 25%. This would get any politician unelected, thrown out of office in two seconds. But look where we're at. Bacon up 21%, pork up 17%, furniture up 12%, fish 11%, new cars up 11%, chicken 9%, eggs 8%, coffee 7.5%, milk 7%, rent 3.5%. And the rent thing is actually probably fraudulent because there's a lot of people that haven't had to pay rent because of Joe Biden's eviction moratorium. So that will that one, because I'm telling you right now, there's certainly it's certainly up more than 3.5% in Florida. I can tell you that. Uh, let's go to the next one. Steve Cortez tweet. November retail sales, a big disappointment. The number was less than half of the sales increase expected by economists and, and financial markets. Biden's inflation changes consumers' choices and portents terribly for 2022. U.S. retail sales slow with holiday shoppers facing inflation shortages. See, the problem is if you get a raise, say it's your job, for 10%, but your expenses go up 37%, you lost 27% of your money. Democrats understand that, but they still tell you that you got a raise. That's how these people are. Now let's look at some inside the beltway economics. How, how, how people like Nancy Pelosi actually deal versus you and I. This is an Elijah video. Why are you so nervous? Nancy, play it for me. Insider just completed a five-month investigation finding that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional staffers have violated the Stock Act, um, the Insider Trading Law. I'm wondering if you have any reaction to that. And secondly, should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? No, I don't know to the second one. Um, any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock uh, on the stock, but I don't. I'm not familiar with that five-month review, but if uh, people aren't reporting, they should be. Because uh, this is a free market and people, we have a free market economy, they should be able to participate. 
Free market for them. Always remember that. Not a free market for you. Now, remember Nancy Pelosi, who makes somewhere in the neighborhood of one hundred and fifty to $200,000 a year, depending on which position in Congress that she's holding at the time. Remember, she's worth $70 million. $70 million. Now, let me go over the stats. What the reporter just asked, he was asking, should congressmen and women and their staffs be able to participate in the stock market, considering 49 Congress members last year violated the Stock Act, which is which is the act that prohibits insider trading. Forty-seven, for, correction, forty-nine members of Congress violated the Insider Prohibition Trading Act, the the Stock Act, it's called, that prohibits insider trading. Forty-nine congressmen or women slash women violated that and 182 of their staffers violated that so should they be able to straight to trade stocks when you are they i mean kelly loffler got caught you choose a republican equal opportunity offender i don't care if you're a cheat as a republican or a democrat i will call you out but if you're the ones that are actually legislating how a company will make or lose profits should you be able to invest in said companies nancy pelosi according to her the answer is yes george galloway tweet 75 members in the u.s congress congress own stock in 75 members in the u.s congress own stock in pfizer moderna and johnson johnson just think about that think about that matt let's go to matt video pfizer ceo just to let you know who, what Pfizer is truly all about. And keep in mind that 75% of the people making laws to mandate vaccinations own Pfizer stock. And this is Pfizer right here. Play it for me. There's no guarantee that the patient is going to take the drug or <clears throat> wear the device. So how are you thinking about technology to engage the patient? Yeah. Again, maybe I will use an example. I think uh, it's fascinating what's happening in this field right now. I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So it is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in in uh, this that man talking is pfizer ceo borla and i want you to remember his words imagine the implications imagine the compliance of taking it this was at the world economic forum the great reset that's all over the internet that joe biden attends donald trump has attended Leonardo DiCaprio, lots of Hollywood elitists, all these big companies like Pfizer attend. 75 members of Congress own stock in Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson Johnson, and then mandate you to take their vaccinations, right? It wouldn't be about the love of money being the root of all evil, though, right? It wouldn't be that, right? First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. But there you have, he says he's talking about a pill that you take that is electric. It's electronic, and it verifies whether or not you took it for compliance and 75% of congressmen and women don't know, Democrat or Republican, don't care. They should not be able to own stock in a company that they can mandate that you have to use their products. But they do. That is where we are at right now. Understand that. Uh, yes, he tweet. Two days ago, Pfizer acquired Arena Pharmaceuticals. They specialize. See, that's weird, isn't it? 
They specialize in cardiac arrest medication. Leave this up. That's odd, isn't it? I mean, it's so strange. The Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine cause cardiac problems, myocarditis, pericarditis, and then Pfizer acquires a huge company called Arena Pharmaceuticals that specializes in the very problem that they cause. Now, I want you to see the common thread. We are not ignorant of the devil's devices, right? The common thread, Anthony Fauci sends $3.7 million to the Wuhan Institute of Virology through Peter Daszak, right? Peter Daszak now, who is a major player in New York COVID policy. I may get to that, I may not. Sends $3.7 million to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Fauci, Fauci and Daszak. Ralph Barrick and the Bat Lady, Dr. G, are, are partners with one another, Ralph Barrick, UNC, University of North Carolina, shares all of his information with Dr. G, the Bat Lady. Got that connection. Bill and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation sends tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese Academy of Sciences, all for their various researches, but namely for gain-of-function research. So they end up creating these viruses, are already working on their vaccines before, as Dr. Peter McGullough said. Their Moderna was caught, we know, working on coronavirus vaccinations prior to the coronavirus outbreak. So they create, through gain-of-function research, the virus that they then offer the vaccination for. They create the problem and then offer the solution. Strange how that works, isn't it? Strange how that works. So there you have it. That's it's, it's how it goes. Pfizer causing myocarditis, causing pericarditis, and then buys the solution to the problem. Strange, strange, isn't it? This must all be coincidences, right? There are no coincidences. All right, pick uh, Pfizer corruption. Just some articles. I don't know if you'll be able to see them or not, but I'm going to read them to you. Just some, this is from Justin Hart. So everybody who just instantly does, it's so funny to me that all the former, I think I laugh, I laugh because some of these, like I use Rage Against the Machine is the funniest one. You have the, the rock band Rage Against the Machine and you're not allowed in their concerts without being double jabbed. Rage Against what machine? What machine are you raging against? You, you should rename your band to bend over for the machine. That's what your band name should be now. Because look at Pfizer. Look at them. This is, this is who everybody trusts. Pfizer admits paying $36, $35 million to doctors over the last six months. $60 million deal in Pfizer suit. Experts conclude Pfizer manipulated studies. Far left. Pfizer to pay $430 million over promoting drugs to doctors. Top left, Pfizer, uh, put it on the big screen. Maybe I can see it better. Put it on the big. There you go. Thank you. Uh, middle, middle left, U.S. high court le- leaves intact $42 million verdict against Pfizer. Pfizer pays out Nigerian families. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Drug, drug trial. I can't read it myself. Uh, can't read the camera but anyway multiple multiple lawsuits and everybody suddenly just trusts these people those of you on the left remember you used to fight against the man and now you just trust these people and they are they're putting out billions and billions of dollars in losses in lawsuits because of their corruption and and, and a couple of those by the a couple of those by the way are them giving millions and tens of millions of dollars to doctors. And you believe the doctors that come out in the United States right now, we have yet 
to cave to the true narrative, we will have to eventually, when I say we, I mean they, the liars, eventually will have to cave to the true narrative. The the UK statistics, the Israel statistics that are actually out, 75% of hospitalizations fully vaxxed, 80 to 90% of COVID deaths being fully vaxxed. That's the true statistics. They will have to, that will come out. But right now you've got doctors that come out and, to, and pimp and whore the vaccine and will come out and say, our ERs are full with the unvaccinated. I want proof. I want proof that the ERs, A, are filled, B, are filled with the unvaccinated. I want proof of that. Because when they were saying that, the, and they're already pushing that now, Biden came out with a video, I'll show it to you on Saturday, if it's still pertinent at the time. Came out with the video saying, this is going to be, here Biden predicts another dark winter. I'm using my own verbiage, not his. He predicts another dark winter, that the hospitals are going to be full of the unvaxxed. That's the narrative. It never ends. It never ends. It's the same thing. And people fall for it every single time. Even Christians, even conservatives, the hospitals are being overrun. I sent a friend of mine out from church who went out and shot videos. He shot at least four, four videos of hospitals here in Southwest Florida in the middle of the Delta surge and every emergency room was freaking empty. All of them. And they will, and Joe Biden will go on national TV, Jen Psaki or Jean Pierre. They will go on TV and swear to you with conviction, demonic, demonic fervency that the hospitals are being overrun. It's just the same liberal globalist trope that they put out every single time to get compliance. All right, the D.C. Patriot. Now, I wanted everyone to see this. There's been an ongoing war between Liz Warren and Elon Musk. But the reason why I put this in here is D.C. economics. Liz Warren, a champion for the poor, is telling telling Elon Musk that he needs to be paying his fair share. This is how she lives. This is the person talking about Elon Musk paying his fair share of taxes. Do a side-by-side with the video. So here's how she really lives right here. This is how she really lives. Here's Liz Warren. That's how she really lives her life. Alleged champion of the poor, just like Joe Biden, who's worth $15 million. Champion of the poor, Nancy Pelosi, worth $70 million. Champion of the poor, Mark Zuckerberg, the first or well, second or third, top five. It's hard to tell now because it goes up and down a lot. Elon Musk is number one. Richest men on the planet. These champions of the poor. This is how they live. Just like, just like Bezos, right? Bezos, who is absolutely against I, a voter ID, Remember that? Bezos, totally against it. Amazon guy, Amazon owner, Amazon CEO, Jeff Bezos, uh, owner and operator of the Washington Post. Totally against voter ID laws. But then uh, when he was holding his own elections inside of Amazon, union elections, everybody had to present an ID to prevent fraud. That's who these people are. They're not, listen, they will never mask unless, unless unless it's going to be on camera. I question whether any of them have truly vaccinated. They will not quarantine. They get caught over and over again. She's allegedly a champion of the poor flying around on private jets. And I wonder how many of them were actually masked inside that jet. Uh, Let's go to the next thing. Breaking 9-11. Speaker Pelosi. The fact is that there is an attitude of lawlessness. Suddenly, you know what the deal is. We're one year away from elections. I showed you the map a while ago. Well, there's one or two shows ago of all the democratic cities with skyrocketing homicide rates, not to mention the defunding of the police, the decriminalizing of theft, all those things that are happening. Suddenly now the Democrats are having a change of mind. What we would maybe call a come to Jesus moment. Play it for me. The fact is that there is an attitude of, uh, 
uh, lawlessness in our country that springs from I don't know where. Maybe you do. An attitude of lawlessness that springs from I don't know where? The vice president of the United States was supporting the Minnesota Freedom Fund to bail out Antifa members to go back out and loot and commit arson and batteries and property crimes and thefts. You don't know where the attitude of lawlessness has come when you back routinely over and over and over again the defunding of the police efforts except for your own police department on the Capitol? You don't know where this comes from? Now here's the epitome of hypocrisy. London Breed, mayor of San Francisco, routinely out violating her own COVID laws. We've already seen that numerous times on this podcast. So if you want to know about where lawlessness comes from, she's out violating her own laws with impunity. On You Cannot Step Foot, numerous companies are canceling their conventions in San Francisco. It's amazing these people get elected. How do you business people keep electing people like this? How is How do you business owners elect London Breed? You can't step one foot in San Francisco without stepping on a needle, a homeless person, or, or human feces. But yet suddenly, suddenly, remember now, today is what, December 16th, 2021? This has been going on for years under London Breed. But suddenly, suddenly, she's bothered by it. Play it for me. And it's time that the reign of criminals who are destroying our city, it is time for it to come to an end. And it comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement. More aggr- I mean, what, what steps? You're continuing to defund your police? You don't, you've decriminalized property crimes? You've de- decriminalized drug possession? I mean, it's all called broken windows policing. Does everybody know how that works? That's what Rudy Giuliani did in New York. And that's what Bill de Blasio has undone. Listen, even Bloomberg in New York held on to the, um, Rudy Giuliani's way of handling law enforcement, handling criminals, which is called broken windows policing, which is you arrest for every infraction. I'm not talking about no discretion whatsoever. I'm talking about when somebody commits a property crime in your presence, or you have somebody that's urinating in a public place, you make the arrest, you make the charge. Because it was found out through FBI research, through criminal justice research, that the same person urinating in public does the burglary. The same person that jumps the turnstile commits the rape. And if you get the people off the street, your crime rates go exponentially down. That's how it works. And all of these people, London Breed included, Nancy Pelosi, Jenny Durkin, Eric Garcetti, all of these, that's the mayor of LA, mayor of Seattle, mayor of San Francisco, Keisha Bottoms, mayor of Atlanta, Mayor uh, Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, Larry Krasner, the DA of Philadelphia, they've all decriminalized the very things that if you make the arrest, you, you actually stop the homicide later. You arrest the purse snatcher, because he's the same guy that commits the homicide later. It's called broken windows policing. It is infallible. It's been proven time and time again to be correct. And Democrats do the opposite. And Nancy Pelosi says she has no idea where lawlessness comes from. The only reason why they're talking about it, they don't care that your house got broken into. They don't care that your wife was molested. They don't care about any of those things. They care about being reelected because Nancy Pelosi came into Congress as a pauper and now she's worth $70 million because the love of money is the root of all evil. All right, the Scoop Politics video. Rules for thee, but oh wait, I didn't give you a time on this. Did I give you a time on this, Will? 
Awesome, I did. Okay, scoop politics video rules for them, but not for me. Play it for me. Came from it's outrageous, and it must. Cause I agree with the mayor. It must be stopped. And it's not just San Francisco. It, it's in it's in our entire country, and that's evidenced by the uh, appeals that we are receiving from across the country for the legislation. So I hope that that will be soon, and for many reasons, including uh, the um, the provenance of the goods. So there you go. Now, Will, could you put up the blue map right next to me? So she's saying calls throughout the country, calls to CVS, numerous other institutions that back Black Lives Matter and back defund the police efforts are now crying to Congress because they're losing their livelihoods. That's what needs to happen everywhere. If you are watching the NFL, you're part of the problem. I don't care. I've just got to have it. I'm able to relax. It doesn't matter. I do without it. You can do without it. You're part of the problem. So now all of these people who they, they, they're defund, want, they're backing to fund the police efforts, backing black lives matter, pseudo backing Antifa through the, the, uh, tides foundation, the democratic party, which funds all of these black lives matter protests and riots. So all of these business leaders are calling out and saying, we need help. From Nancy Pelosi says, all around the country. Well, here's all around the country right here. Put it on the big screen for me. There you go. This is all around the country. 12 U.S. cities, I'm not going to read them all, that have broken annual homicide records. Portland, Indiana, Indianapolis, Toledo, Rochester, Philadelphia, Columbus, Baton Rouge, Austin, Albuquerque, Louisville, Tucson, and St. Paul. Back to me. All of which are Nancy Pelosi-esque run cities. There is a reason. When you defund your police, when you have 2,700 Capitol Police officers in a two-square-mile area to protect Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden, and 989 officers in all of the city of Seattle, when Detroit has half of their budget, your crime might go up a little bit, numb nuts. That's how it works. I was a cop myself, 1992 to 2017. Let's go to the next thing, election wizard tweet. This is interesting stuff. CNN Business, the CEOs of of two of the nation's major airlines, American and Southwest, say they don't think wearing masks on plane does much to help limit exposure to COVID. No kidding. No, I'm welcome to the party. Amazon, uh, Amazon, American and Southwest, who have been COVID knee benders for a long, long time, mandating vaccines to their employees. Lo and behold, the very same people telling you to mandate vaccinations to your, to your employees, causing you to have pilot shortages, are the very same people that told you masks work. Masks don't work. Here are the undeniable facts, which you, those of you who watch this podcast, you know what's coming. A COVID-19 particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. An N95 mask starts at blocking particles, materials at 0.35 microns. The largest COVID-19 particle is 0.14 microns, basically a third of that size. So lo and behold, the sciences, masks do nothing. Now, American and Southwest have bent their knees for 21 months. Why are they coming to the table now? Because they are facing losing their livelihoods. Why is Bill Maher suddenly supporting things like anti-tyrannical efforts of those of us who are trying not to shut down the country again? 
Why is Bill Maher suddenly anti-COVID tyranny? Anti-wokeism, why? Because he's a white male in an entertainment job. Eventually he knows they will come for him. The very tyrannous that you comply with, American and Southwest are learning, it doesn't matter if you comply, they will still take your livelihood. Because all that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden care about and Klaus Schwab from the WEF care about is private jet flights. They, they don't even want any of, any of us serfs, any of us peasants to be able to fly. They don't want, they don't care about any of that because if we fly, when we fly, we're causing carbon emissions. When they fly, it's pixie dust in the air. That's, that, that's how these people think. But suddenly now Southwest and American are coming to the table. Play it for me. The statistics I recall is 99.97% of airborne pathogens uh, are captured by the HEPA filtering system and it's turned over every two or three minutes. We use UT Southwestern and Stanford School of Medicine. But um, yeah, I, I think the case uh, is very strong that uh, masks don't add much, if anything, uh, in the uh, air cabin environment. It's very safe and very high quality com compared to uh, uh, any other indoor setting. We ever. From Die Hard, welcome to the party, pal. Listen, we are back here Saturday night, 1030. Listen, I have got a crap ton of videos loaded up and ready to watch right now. So don't leave tons of videos to watch. Almost all of them brand spanking new DeSantis, things like that. Well, actually, I don't have the DeSantis one in there anymore because I played it in the, at the beginning. So, but lots of good stuff. Hang out. You got to see, I got the uh, Project Veritas video, all that. Hang out for a little while longer. Love you all back here. 1030 Saturday night. God bless you. Hey. I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLively.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLively.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.